Hello, good morning, happy Monday. I'm Amanda Hool, your host of Parenting with a Punch, founder and creator of Parenting with a Punch, parenting strategist, communication and relationship specialist. I have a special guest here. Let's make sure that we are live. We are live, fabulous. I have a special guest today, Hehe, the founder of, hold on my friends, founder of Tranquility by Hehe Maternity and Concierge. Please give a warm welcome to Hehe. Where are you, girl? Hello. Hi, everyone. Good morning. <laughs> so good to see you. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And it's awesome to be here. I'm so excited to chat. Yes, me too. I always love having amazing people on my show and just talk about all the good things, parenting and babies and children and <laughs> relationships. <laughs> all the things, the things that make our world go round. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your business. So um, Tranquility by Hee Hee is a maternity concierge and birthing service. So um, we are uh, birth doulas and we do prenatal care with you, um, emotional, physical, um, mental support, uh, educational support, helping you explore your options for birth, knowing um, what kind of choices that you have when it comes to having a baby, supporting you during your birth, and then uh, during the postpartum period when you're transitioning to life with a newborn, because it can be really, really different. It looks <laughs> really, really different. Um, no matter if that's your first child or your fourth child, anytime you have a newborn in, the house. Uh, life looks different. So we try and support you from the beginning to the end to make um, all your transitions easier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I it's I think, um, like you said, maybe not your first child or not, but every every uh, experience is so much different. And it to have somebody by your side, I think, is just so, so huge. Yeah, it can really um, kind of be a pivotal moment in that whole transition from pregnancy to postpartum period. If you have someone who is an expert um, in those areas and knows resources that are available to you and can give you advice and, and encourage you and let you know that you know what you're doing because parents do know what they're doing. Um, sometimes you just need a little encouragement. So, yeah, it can be life-changing really to have that support. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. My, my sister-in-law had a doula out in Denver and um, I know that they really appreciated it and had a great experience. So <laughs> it's all power to you, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So you um, let's go back a little bit, how you kind of got, got into doing this work. So you were working as, uh, a preschool teacher, you you were in early childhood in the preschool setting. So tell us a little bit about that experience and how you kind of came about to to do this work. All right, you're pausing. Try refreshing again. Hold on, we have a mishap, ladies and gentlemen. 
And she's back. back. You're back. Hi. (laughs) It's okay. You know what? It's Martin Luther King Day. It's a holiday. It's totally fine. Exactly. (laughs) So um, early childhood. So my specialty in early childhood is um, infancy and toddlers, preferably like early toddlers. Um, (laughs) I worked with children um, on the sensory processing disorder Mm -hmm. um, and the autism spectrum disorder. Um, So I did that before I uh, moved to Boston. I was getting my master's. And when I got to Boston, I was in toddlers and infants. And all throughout my time of serving new parents, I was finding that they came to school and they were really, I don't know, they were alone. They felt really unsupported. And so I began to look into what kind of support was out there from parents after they had the baby, but before they went back to work and they they found that like solid everyday care um, that is provided by um, your daycare centers or your early childhood centers. And um, actually I, was just chatting with one of my coworkers and she mentioned a doula and I began to look into it. And, um, it was that final puzzle piece. So in life, I feel like sometimes you just have these puzzle pieces and you have this piece that's just missing and you're always looking for it. And for me, um, on my, my career path, that was my final puzzle piece for me. I felt like I had done all the other stuff. I had the experience. I had the formal education. I had the knowledge. Um, and I just needed that that birth piece. And it was, it was a really awesome, um, transformation, not only for myself, but then, yeah, Tranquility by Hee was like born for, you know, no, no pun intended. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> what, what I, that, that's so beautiful. I love it. What I've honestly learned in, in the entrepreneurial world and, you know, as far as entrepreneurs too, like our work is our bit, like we're birthing. <laughs> we are, it, it's, it's oh. it go through the whole process leading up to it. Um, it, it really is. Um, and I've learned that from one of the amazing coaches that I've worked with. So it, I, I, I can definitely, you know, using that word sounds, you know, but it's true. It, our, our work, the projects that we're working on that we, and things just come into fruition. It, it's, it's birth. <laughs> yeah. And then after your business is kind of up and running, it's, it's like your child, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I picture um, like maybe handing your business off to someone at some point someday would be like hiring that first babysitter, trusting your, your business to the care of someone else. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of parallels actually between um, entrepreneurship and, and birth and childhood and parenting. Um, so it's actually really cool that, we're both in this realm of supporting parents and families and and helping uh, change the family dynamics to be something that's functional. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So let's talk. So communication. I know that's a huge one. Uh, I see it all the time in working with my families, whether or not it's parents of um, toddler age or even older. But the communication is just so important, as you know. And I think not purposefully, but it just get lo- it gets lost. And um, I, I really want to try and encourage parents to, to sort of look at that piece. So yeah, let's talk about communication and your thoughts on, you know, the communication before and going through the whole, you know, delivery process and all of that. 
Yeah, so um, one of the biggest things that we try and teach birthing parents is um, you have to communicate. So uh, me as your doula and your partner, your your other birth support, whether that be um, like your life partner or one of your parents or your siblings or your best friend, um, you know, your midwives, your OBs, your nurses, um, all the people who are in your, your birth team, they can only read so much from your body and hear so much from your voice. We can't read your mind. So it is really, really important that that birthing parent communicate all sorts of things. So um, exactly from what they're feeling to where they're feeling it, to what they're thinking, what they think might help. Um, it's really important that that birthing parent is really um, forthcoming with their communication in the labor arena. But Beforehand, it's equally as important because you want to know all of your options. So all of the questions that you have about pregnancy and birth and postpartum and having a baby and all of the things, you want to be asking these questions um, to your doula or your healthcare provider or your, I don't know, best friend who just had a baby or your sister or sister-in-law who's had three kids before. Like there are people in your life who can help you. And so... You want to ask these questions so that you have this information so that you have. Refresh again, girl. <laughs> we had another glitch. It's okay, people. It's okay. She'll be back. Am I back? Back, yeah. <laughs> back up and running. Um, so, yeah, just communication overall is um, is huge. Prenatal, during the, the labor and delivery process, um, and equally in postpartum. Like, yeah. I know what you need as well because you can only serve your baby and your family as well-rested as you can be. So we want you to continue to put into your own cup. You can't pour from an empty cup, and that yeah. just rings so true. Um it's especially, especially true in postpartum. You have to take care of yourself to take care of your family. I agree. It, it can be, and I, and I've seen women around me that have, have really struggled with it. Um, and unfortunately I had a old friend from high school, um, who took her own life because of postpartum. Mm -hmm. And it's just, all, it, there's just, um, it, it, there's such a stigma around it. I think just, just in parenting in general, um, and I, I, yeah, it, having that support throughout the whole process is so huge. It's so huge. Right. Well, you have to think so. Raising children alone is a very like American way of thinking. Um, every other country, every other culture, every other oh my goodness, everybody <laughs> does it in a village. Everybody has this like village they have this team of people that help them raise their kids and then in america we're like we must be the super parent super mom super dad right. super parent all the way and it was never meant to be like that because it's not sustainable like you yeah. need a village and there are people out there yes. who love being in your villages help yes. those people out let them have baby snuggles let them come rough around your toddler let them take your teenager out and have an awesome day with your teenager and blow your teenager's mind with someone who's not their parent, but is a yeah. <laughs> mentor adult, like yeah. allow these people
people to support you. And I promise your life will be different. It's really amazing when you pull your village together and really lean on them. It's awesome. I, I agree. I mean, the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. And I, but we still, uh, we're, huh. Some, some of us are there, <laughs> but as you know, like you said in America, yeah, that we, we are in a society where it's just go, go, go. And, you know, naturally you get so busy, even as a stay at home mom, I, I oh, of everything in the house, you know, cleaning up and cook it, whatever that may be. And it's, it, parenting in general is its own job, regardless of whether or not you work full time or you're home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and, and the parents who do work full time and parent or the parents that, that have to work two and three jobs and then parent full time, those are your rock star parents. They, yeah. Yeah. wow. Like you're just so strong. They are incredible. Yeah. Parents are, man, the word resilient just like keeps coming up in my mind. It's, uh, parents are really, really incredible. I think that's why I get so much energy from working with them is because they, sometimes you just need to tap into the right energy, but every parent has it. Like they all know what's right. They all care for their kid. Absolutely. They all are an expert on their own child. Yep. Um, sometimes you just have to figure out how to tap into that and, and channel it into a way that they can maximize it. But yeah, parents are, uh, they're cool people. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And it is true that w what you say, it's, and that's, I mean, one of the, like, forefronts of my business is is the owning your energy. And, and I have seen, so sometimes it's hard to look outside, like, you know, of yourself. And, like, when you're in the moment and you're dealing with a struggle or whatever it may be, whether or not it's, you know, your relationship or with, with a partner, Having an outsider seeing in or, or in somebody that specializes in that, I, I I see the transformation. You know, it's like a light bulb goes off, and and you know, again, it's not intentional. It's just there. It's not their job to see certain things. Their job is to be the parent <laughs> and do whatever they can in their power to to love and take care of that child, which they which they do amazingly. But when you're in that moment, sometimes it's just it's hard to see. It is hard sometimes to see it. There's also often a lot of shame with asking for help um, yeah. in our society, which is something that um, in the mental health community, we're trying to shift it from mm. being a shameful act of, um, I don't know, desperation or showing yeah. weakness because that's not what it is. It's more about actually self-awareness and realizing I have a, I have something that I'm, I, I'm being challenged with and it's not in my repertoire of skills to fix this, but I want to so badly that I'm willing to seek out professional help. So for me, right. it is an act of, I am totally in tune with myself and I also yeah. continue want to want to get better. It's, it's one of the strongest things you can do in my opinion is to seek help and to say like, Refresh, girl. <laughs> Am I back? Yeah. I want, um, you know, it, it's for me, it's a parent saying, I want you to teach me how to approach this the next time I'm faced with 
this challenge or this situation or this emotion that I'm feeling or whatever it may be, you know? The, the professional that is able to oh, wow. help you work through that. Huge. Absolutely. Huge. Yeah, it's it's about having those type of people in your village that like see your potential and they know how to help you um, unlock your potential and they know how to help you, um, you know, really maximize it. Yeah, and just bring out your own light and, and your strengths. <laughs> it's in there. It's, it is in there. It's in yes. <laughs> we, we all have this superpower. We're all meant to do amazing things. It's just a matter of being able to access it. Oh yeah, and you have to dig deep sometimes. Like sometimes yeah. it's not always really, really fun. So it looks glamorous. Yeah. It looks awesome and glamorous. It's not yeah. always like that, but the end result is always magnificent. I agree, and it's true. It, but it takes work. That's that's like anything. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. And even more so, parenting. It, it's it's it takes a lot of energy. You're putting in a lot. So. Naturally, you know, you're going to feel like you're getting burnt out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I, okay. I would love to talk about, we, we talked a little, we, well, of course we've been talking all about the communication, <laughs> but what about, um, Really just talking about, like, the, sorry, I knew that was going to happen at some point. Excuse me. Brooklyn, shh. Um, what about the parenting styles? Like having that discussion about parenting styles in communication, which I often see as well. <laughs> and having that disconnect, I think, in terms of how they want to raise the children and yeah, so for me, as far as parenting styles go, it's um it's really nice and obviously much more convenient if you and your partner have the same parenting style. Um, however, both of you being adults, it's possible that you can have two different parenting styles and still still co-parent together very healthily. However, Ooh. I always encourage parents to think about before you do something or you make a decision about your child to sit down and come up with one approach that appeases both of your parenting styles, because the main goal here is to keep things consistent for your kid. You want it linear as possible. So your child knows the expectation. They know what to expect from you. They know what to expect if, you know, X, Y, and Z doesn't get done or they don't respond this way or they don't, Right. Well, whatever the whatever the situation is, it's really important that your child has clear expectations, not only of what to expect, but a consequence or a reward that might be to follow. So you don't have to have the same parenting styles per se, but you do need to have one approach that can appease both of your parenting styles. Yes. Um, <laughs> these are things that you want to talk about before. So before your baby gets here, if you have time and you have the luxury of planning to have a baby, and it doesn't always happen like that. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. If you do, these will be things that you want to talk about. Like, 
what do you what do you see as like a discipline method? What is what is your preferred discipline method? What do you think about the sleep? Like where do you see our child sleeping? They are co-sleeping. You can sleep in the room. They can have separate rooms. Like or, or, hang out or yeah, yeah. You're will will the birthing parent and the child be in one room and the non-birthing parent be in a separate room in the house? Like what will your sleep look like? There are so many things that you have to consider when it comes yeah. to raising children. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't always get the luxury of, of planning before you get pregnant, but these are definitely topics that you want. Also, they all play into the the postpartum kind of realm of like yes. where will your baby sleep. These are all things like how will you get sleep, but also the birthing parent gets sleep as well. Like you both need sleep. Both of the parents need sleep. Um, Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. And, and it, it goes back again to the whole communication piece because you are gonna be stressed out. You're there's, and to feel supported after the baby's born. And once you're back in the house, if, if you haven't already had those discussions and, you know, even if it was just very basic and you're just like on, you're on the same page that will play such a huge role in feeling supported and a little bit less stressed <laughs> when you're going through that experience. Absolutely. So um, having having like a plan in place, a um, a loose plan. Cause- right, because things happen. It's all right. Refresh. <laughs> Yeah. So because um, life happens, have a plan, um, be open to changes and be flexible. Um, But but yeah, have a plan through that communication before your baby gets here is uh, is super important. It's also important to have regular uh, like pulse checks. So do two, three, four, five nights of, of something two, three, four, five days of something. And then you need to have a pulse check. It may not be working for one partner. Um, it, it, it actually may not be working for either partner and neither partner wanted to say something. Um, so it's really, really important to schedule and be intentional about your pulse checks as well. So I agree. I, agree. I, I, I okay. There is his website for anybody that is looking to get support. You have a baby on the way you're planning. It's not planned. She just had one. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) She's located in the Boston area. I'm not. So how, um, how far do you travel? Is it? So I generally will travel, um, up to an hour around Boston. Um, I've been known to to travel further. Um, if we chat and, and you, you really need support that's outside that area. Um, so I would say nothing is, is off limits. I, um, yeah. Yeah, nothing's yeah. off limits. I've been known to um, cross state lines to <laughs> to provide you care. So, give me a yeah. shout out if you if you need something. Let's uh, let's chat to see what kind of support I can get you. Awesome, absolutely. So before we close out, my, I want to ask one question. What would be one tip that you could offer our viewers for um, kind of going through the whole? process of like getting ready for your baby what would you say is like the 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 biggest uh suggestion that you would give to them 
Yeah, so my uh, my biggest suggestion is uh, be intentional. So be intentional about everything in in the process, um, from putting together your birth team to um, educating um, yourself on what choices you have, uh, researching the options that you have and the alternatives that you have, um, intentional about where you give birth. So it might not be where you thought you would give birth um, or, or how you thought. Um, be intentional about everything. Remember that you're a team. So you're handpicking yes. these team members to help you have this baby. Use that to your advantage. Really let that leverage your birth experience um, is to have this team that you handpicked, you customized it to fit your needs perfectly. Trust in that. So be intentional in all of your things. And um, yeah, trust your team. We uh, we love you. Your team was, was intentionally made. We're here to help you have the birth experience you want. Absolutely. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining our viewers, Parenting with the Punch. Mwah. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast chatting with you. Absolutely. Have a good day and we'll talk soon. You too. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Parenting with a Punch show. For more information, parentingwithapunch.com to learn about all the ways that you can work with me. Uh, please tune in next week. I will be going live at 8 p.m. with Dr. Edwards from um, L.A., actually. So uh, you will learn all about her. And keep asking for more. Have a beautiful day, y'all. Bye.